Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to another episode of the Musafir. It is now Muharram 1443 after Hijri, so it's a brand new Islamic year. And it has been 1443 years since our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam migrated from the city of Mecca to the city of Medina. And no matter how much time passes, no matter how many years pass, we love Rasulullah and our love for him never diminishes and it only grows as it should. Because the love for Rasulullah knows no bounds because he is the man who brought us this beautiful religion. He's more beloved to us, he's more beloved to me than the oxygen that fills my lungs and the blood that flows through my veins. And every Muslim's heart feels an extreme connection and pulling towards the direction of Rasulullah And something that comes along with loving somebody to that degree is a stipulation that you love anything and everything that has to do with them as well. For example, if you love somebody that much, if you love Rasulullah that much, you also love his family. And that is something that has been prevalent over the last 1400 years that the true Muslims who are connected to Rasulullah also love the Ahlul Bayt, the people of his household. And this is not something that is exclusive for the Shia community, but this is this should be something that is important and an important part of every single Muslim's life who loves Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to honor the household of the beloved Prophet, to honor to honor the members of his house, to honor his children, to honor his grandchildren to honor anybody that has anything to do with him, really, and who more so than his very own family. And this is something that has been, as I mentioned, um, carried forward by our ancestors in this religion over the last 14 centuries. Sunni scholars, the true people of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, have always loved the Ahlul Bayt and honored them, always. So today we're going to be speaking about a great Imam who, who was a very, very spiritual man. He was a very pious man and he was a saint of Allah. He was from amongst the awliya and he is very, very well known and people discuss him and his works to this very day and all his many contributions to the religion and his influence upon many people who went on to become great scholars themselves. This man is Imam Junaid al-Baghdadi. He was a very, very righteous man, and he was always showing and displaying signs of sainthood from a very young age. Once at the age of seven, when he was a very young, young boy, he was taken to Mecca for pilgrimage and while he was in Mecca, there was a gathering of shuyukh, there was a gathering of the ulama of the city. There was as many as 400 scholars having a scholarly discussion about thankfulness and shukr. And, and this wasn't something surface level 
that laymen like us have, uh, discussions like laymen like us might have. This was something that was uh, discussed on a very deep and intellectual level by the scholars of Islam. And this seven-year-old boy was a part of that gathering. And even he gave his input so eloquently that the people were shook. These great scholars were shook that the seven-year-old boy answered and partook in the conversation that they were having. And he grew up to become a great saint and a great scholar. And today, we're going to be talking about an expression of his love for the Ahlul Bayt. In addition to being a great scholar, he was also a very, very gifted athlete. He was a wrestler. He was very built and muscular and strong. And he was known for his ability, ability to wrestle, which, as we know, is a sunnah and recommendation by Rasulullah for us to, to, to be skilled in. So, as I mentioned, he was a very powerful and renowned wrestler in his city. One day, the leader of that city announced that competitions were going to take place. The crowd was asked if anybody was brave enough to challenge the champion wrestler, Imam Junaid. And in response, everybody was silent, except for one man, a very, very elderly man. He stood up and said, I will fight him. And the people laughed. They laughed and ridiculed the old man because there was no chance that this old and frail man could oppose the great and muscular Junaid al-Baghdadi, the powerful wrestler, the undefeated wrestler. So before the fight began, this old man silently indicated to Imam Junaid to come closer. And he said to him, Junaid, I know that it's impossible for me to beat you. It's impossible for me to beat you. But I am a Sayyid, which means I'm a descendant of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My children are starving and my family is struggling. Are you prepared to sacrifice your name and your reputation for the sake of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Because if you lose to me, if you let me win, I will be able to feed my family with the prize money from the competition. Can you make that sacrifice for me? When the fight began, Imam Janid al-Baghdadi ensured that the fight appeared to be genuine. He didn't want anybody to be suspicious. So not to arouse suspicion, he made the fight look as genuine as possible. However, at the end, he willingly lost the fight to the elderly man who was a descendant of Rasulullah That night, Imam Junaid al-Baghdadi had a dream. And in that dream, he was visited by none other than Habibullah, Muhammad ibn Abdullah, Rasulullah who said to Junaid al-Baghdadi, as of today, your rank is raised and your name is included amongst the company of the awliya, the saints of Allah. And that day, Imam Junaid al-Baghdadi was elevated for the rest of his life simply because of his expression of love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa by honoring a descendant of his beloved.
He loved Rasulullah so much that he loved anything that had to do with him, including his family and the descendants of his family, even if it was uh, decades, if not over hundreds of years later. He loved Rasulullah so much that he said, if this man even has one drop of blood in his veins that come from Rasulullah, then I will do whatever I can to honor this man. Of course, it has been 1400 years since Rasulullah's time. And as I mentioned, our love for Rasulullah grows each day. And it's the month of Muharram, where the family of the beloved Prophet, via the struggles of Imam Hussein, made sacrifices for this religion that have enabled it to be preserved to this very day, rather than falling to the hands of the tyrants. We love Rasulullah We honor him and his family, and anybody that has anything to do with him, including his companions. This religion is of love and peace, and that is what we should promote, which is the middle path of avoiding conflict and focusing on love, on muhabba, which is what Rasulullah taught us. So today was just a brief and very, very short story of Imam al-Junaid al-Baghdadi and his love for the Ahlul Bayt because of his ultimate love and desire to be connected to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.